0: From the Collingwood Inquiry, we say hello to lead counsel Kate McGrand. Uh, Kate, great to talk to you again. How have you been? I've been well, thanks. Thanks very much for having me back. Uh, this is uh, going into Tomorrow Starts Phase 3 of the Collingwood Inquiry. Can you just catch us up to to what's happened so far?
1: Yes. So um, the inquiry has commenced uh, upon request from Council. Uh, we've been asked to look at two things. First of all, uh, the process leading to the sale and the sale of half of the town's shares in utility, and that was Part 1. Uh, the second uh, topic or area was uh, the process that led to uh, the selection and construction of the two recreational facilities. So that was Part 2, which ended in the middle of October. And tomorrow we begin Part 3. Part 3 consists of a series of panels of policy experts who will be coming to speak to issues of good governance, and uh, how best to run the municipality in, in the interests of its citizens, uh, with specific reference to, uh, to a number of topics.
0: So now, do do these experts talk just in general terms of uh, good governance, or are the, are you going to give them specific sure. things to comment that come from the testimonies
1: that we've had in the last two inquiries? To so the just to back up and put this in context, uh, one of the product of, of the inquiry will be a report. And the report will answer the questions that were put to the inquiry by council, and it will also make a series of going-forward recommendations. So the focus of the experts will be on the kinds of recommendations that the commissioner could make uh, about the best way to run uh, a municipality on a going-forward basis. So it's a it's a prospective exercise. So,
0: am I right in in thinking that the information about what happened, the testimony of what went down with uh, those two uh, instances, uh, Justice Morocco has the information he needs to to sort of evaluate that. This phase is to find out where do we go next.
1: So, yes, and um, Justice Morocco has heard the evidence for parts 1 and Part 2 the participants in Part 2 have the opportunity to submit closing submissions, which they'll do in writing, okay. uh, and those submissions will not be delivered until January 7th, uh, so that is information that's outstanding, uh, but yes, you're absolutely right that the focus of Part 3 is what what should be happen going forward.
0: Now, we've talked uh, before uh, about how this inquiry, the as you said, the product of the inquiry is a report and recommendations on on how best to to govern so that uh, and and to see what if anything went wrong um i I, does any do any individuals or organizations um come out as bad guys or good guys in this
1: are you at least allowed to make that kind of evaluation Uh, i mean that's kind of a difficult question to answer we've discussed before that this isn't the kind of a process that leads to findings with, with legal implications uh, for anyone. Um, but the report will seek to answer the questions that council has asked. And so in doing so, we'll, we'll speak to uh, what happened and why. Now, the
0: information that has now come out in public because of the inquiry, is that information now available to, for instance, the OPP, who haven't closed their investigation it's still open.
1: Well, I mean, I can't speak to the to what the OPP or any other body may do, but you did you pointed it out in your question, the information is publicly available.
0: So so now they stuff that they maybe couldn't have gotten from their means they can access now because it is public record.
1: I really wouldn't want to speculate about um, about what anybody else may do, right? What they're going to do.
0: Um, let's talk about what what's coming up next. This next round of uh, of inquiry, uh, who who leads it through? I mean, we we saw that every um, every lawyer and, and their lawyer got a chance to talk in the <laughs> last two. Uh, how do, how does this one is going to go? Is it going to be a similar format?
1: No, it's a it's a different format. So we're looking at panels of two or three experts, even except for our first speaker. Uh, for Justice Denise Bellamy, who will be making opening remarks and talking about the inquiries that she presided over. Uh, the panel will be, as I said, of two or three. Uh, we will ask some questions after the short presentation, and the town is also a participant in part three. So the town chairs will have the opportunity uh, to ask the panel's questions as well. Less of a question-answer format, like what you saw in Part 1 and Part 2, and more of a discussion. Can you like, explain uh, a little bit... So. I was enthralled with the impeachment process uh, uh, with Donald Trump, and, and watching that whole thing, I, I really was glued to the screen. Um, there are similarities, obviously, on a much smaller scale uh, to this inquiry to that, would you say? This, uh, I would say that the similarities look like you see someone being asked questions uh, about their involvement in, in something that happened. The impeachment process is uh, – I don't feel like I'm educated <laughs> enough to summarize it. This, the inquiry is really a, a, unique, um, a, a unique process. We see them through the province, but I don't know that there's that many uh, analogies you can make between the two. But the fact that people are able to watch uh, – join along, um, stay up to date with what's going on, and kind of get more behind-the-scenes information um, than they would ever before. I think that the public nature of the inquiry hearings is an important function of, of that sort of remedy that's available for people.
0: Let's talk about uh, this. This next phase three. Uh, th- some of the, these speakers, uh, they've got some pretty awesome resumes, and it, uh, you know, uh, the Honorable Denise Bellamy, she, she's almost literally written the book on on how to do an inquiry.
1: Yes, her her text is uh, quite instructive, uh, and it has been used, I think, by every inquiry that's taken place since she released her report. Um, Yes, we're, you know, the the complement of experts who are coming to assist uh, Justice Morocco um, are a very experienced and impressive group. What
0: uh, what is the timeline now? Uh, we this this next uh, phase is the shortest of all the phases. It's, it's only a few days, but when do we get the report? Now you mentioned that there's still uh, up until January that some some of the uh uh, the participants can still file sort of closing statements when do we when do we get the product when do we get the the findings
1: so i'm not in a position to to give you a hard date uh and a deadline has not been set but the focus of of our group will turn to um we will turn to wrapping up what we need to wrap up here and justice morocco will be working on the report um so as soon as it's ready we will get it to you <laughs>
0: Well, we're looking forward to it, looking forward to see Part 3 of the Inquiry. It should be very interesting. Uh, We appreciate your time, Caper Grant, lead counsel for the Collingwood Judicial Inquiry. Thank you so much for being here on Talk to the Town. Thanks very much. Have a good day.